0: time you come on over I just wanna listen I know you got some issues and i know that you just miss him I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker and didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward
1: hello this is mutually awkward podcast episode 26. I'm Vince, and I'm here with Michael. It's starting just like this? Yeah. Oh, well. Jesus, <laughs> fuck. Okay. More like mutually miserable, mutually unsatisfied with life. Uh, definitely not an awkward person, but more of just a bitter man at this moment in my life. <laughs> is this is really starting. <laughs> We're really starting right now. Um, I mean, how, did you, how did you expect this podcast to start like all right we're gonna start in one two three (laughs) not just throw me off into the winter heat (laughs) 95 degrees in in march jesus christ all right Um, okay so so, yeah you are our first special guest ever on this podcast listeners if you haven't guessed yet Paige is not on this episode. She's not, unfortunately. I wanted to meet her. On the show is my brother, who, you know, he, he my brother, my younger brother, who's lived an interesting life thus far. And her little brother. Little, little <laughs> my, brother. My younger brother. <laughs> I just couldn't wait to be on the bo- and, you know, podcast. He, he, has, he, he has a strong opinion on things. Uh, so you said you're mutually miserable. Yeah, I yeah. want you to tell us a bit about that? Because I'm a security guard now, <laughs> and I'm dabbling in fire. I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, I see this road that I'm on now. Because I see other older security guards, like not my age, but like fifty-year-old men on the subway in security outfits, or ones on the bus. I just think like I do not want to be like this man at all. Like he, his life is hell he goes home to like a one-room shack there's like maybe he's a, he has a cat if he's lucky like hangs up his little hat on the fucking in the doorknob or wherever the fuck he puts it in the coat hanger and he like you know maybe just like grabs a beer a cheap like beer like a fosters and this sits is on going on to couch. a very long rant <laughs> yeah wait, 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 how about how about before we jump right in, how about you just backtrack about your life with you know up until at least the last two years up until you now being a security guard, it was good. <laughs> it was a good transition. Not just you know, it was good that transitioned into a heavy, like boring. Not bad. I guess I can't complain. But it, life was good for the past two years, three years. You lived in Israel for four a while. Years. Israel was good. Tell 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 us that story. how start how you let you started got to Israel. Okay. You, Alright, so we're talking about this. I wanted to talk about being a security guard. Yeah, let's lead up to that. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so I dropped out of college when I was twenty twenty two, 22. And I started, I just turned 22. and I started drifting around Mexico because I didn't know what I was going to do. And I thought, well, oh, go to Mexico. Maybe something will happen. You know, maybe I could do something cool, marry some squaw or something. You know? And I and then uh, I ended up meeting this guy. And like he, I'm all like, oh, where are you from? He's all like, oh, I'm from Israel. I'm all like, what, well, you sound like you're fucking American. And then he was all like, oh, well, that's because I was born in Pennsylvania. Well, then like, like, why are you telling me you're from Israel? He's like, oh, because I made my Aliyah. I'm all like, oh like, what do you have to do to do that? He's all like, you just have to be Jewish. Wait, you really said that really quickly. He's doing what? What? Uh, he was just traveling. Aliyah? Yeah, Aliyah. That's when you have the right to return. Basically, anyone who's Jewish has the right to be an Israeli citizen all they have to do is like go through the process fill out the paperwork and blah 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 it's like the, the right to return basically you know so I'm like oh. even if you're not from Israel even if you're American yeah anywhere so long as you're Jewish so I said oh well my mom's Jewish could I can I do this with with just her he said, oh yeah if your mom's Jewish you're like all Jewish you could do it easily you don't have to do anything so I'm like I'm like uh, all right so I'm gonna try this out so I hung out with them for a couple days and then uh yeah, you know, I wasn't gonna come back to America so fast, but then now I had like a reason, a push to do so. So I took a long bus ride all the way back to Los Angeles. It took me three days, seventy, more than three days. It took me seventy four hours, and then dropped me off at Skid Row. And I started practicing Judaism a little, little more. And uh, and you eventually made it to Israel. You eventually got the, you got the right to get. They paid for you to move to Israel, pretty much. Yeah, but it took a lot more. A lot more than that. Uh, I had to get documents, so I decided. We, we, we want the fast story. We don't need to hear this long step. It's a, it is a fast story. <laughs> I can go long into details. So pretty yeah. much, using our Jewish blood, you got to Israel. You were there for a while. You were having a, you have a lot of good times there. Yeah. Um, but But and you quite a lot of crazy things happen, which yeah. we might say for a future podcast. Maybe. Um. Yes. But after that, you came back to L.A. Um, oh, and, worst mistake. Worst mistake. And, you know, you found America is a different world than Israel since being back. It's it, it's a. I could get into America if you want me to. But well, let's talk about being a security Now you work as a security guard yeah. in Hollywood Yeah. at a gas station convenience store. Things just are no longer exciting. Gas station convenience store is super fucking intended super security i don't know you've been there for two weeks i've seen a lot have experienced a lot a lot of misery i just realized there's so much misery in the world so much hopelessness like oh homeless people everywhere assholes you know the other day someone conscience girl was outside the store for two hours and nobody did shit my boss thought michael don't help her don't help her. You touch her, you're gonna think she did. You sue her. They're gonna sue you. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? He's all. They're gonna think that you did this to her, and you're gonna get Wait, in trouble. Why does he think helping out a girl, calling the police for a girl who's passed out, is gonna make that you're in trouble? It does not make any sense. I don't know. He doesn't make any sense. He's from <laughs> the Philippines or something. And and um, yeah, he doesn't make any sense. And he, and uh, oh, shit. Yeah, like um. It's not pretty. Not a pretty thing. He just said, it's none of my concern. He's like, it's none of my concern. She she wants to get drunk. It's none of my concern. Let it go. Let it go. Why? But should I watch her or anything? Just- of, I guess it's kind of like um, Midnight Cowboy when they're walking over their dead body And Exactly in the what I was thinking like Midnight Cowboy because I was Los Angeles got into this 1960s New York ruthlessness, Like this apathy you know. And, and you know, I just did some circles around the parking lot. I was watching her body. Like, hopefully no one would rape her. And I was like, what would I do if someone did steal her? Like, if a round pick pulled up and started taking her. And I'm not thinking in my mind, like, what would I do? Would I stop them? Would I say something? I'd be like, hey, hey guys, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. And they're going to be, like, driving away with her. I'm like, oh, God. And I'll go in there and, like, call my boss. Like, oh, man, they took her? Like, I'm thinking in my mind, like, what's going to happen to this woman and, like, finally, someone saw her, and they called an ambulance, and the ambulance came, and they looked at her. And then they left, and they left her there on the floor. Like, they just left her there. So, wait, so the ambulance didn't take her to the hospital? Nope. People were taking photos of their body. They were, like, looking. They weren't even acknowledging her existence. Then some, like... Well, like, well to be fair, I've seen drunk people passed out on this public... Fr- before. Maybe she was just passed out drunk, which is not really a reason to take someone to the hospital. Like, if you're lying in your own vomit, though, I mean, I feel like somebody should do something. She's a young, attractive girl. She's not some homeless person, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? She definitely plays, like, a part in our society. I mean, she didn't look bad, you know? I couldn't tell if but she was yeah, like... If she was just dr- maybe, I mean, the ambulance obviously came and saw that she was just some drunk chick. And like, okay, she's not dead. She's just sleeping on the sidewalk. And in your own vomit, just casually sleeping in your own Well, vomit I mean, if you sidewalk. vomit, yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean anything dangerous. I don't know. I mean, plus you're on the Sunset Strip, a lot of crazy people. You get the scum from all over the city in that that's area. Tr- that's true. A lot of insane people on the Sunset Strip, but it is also a very public place. And, on, and with that in mind, it's also a very safe place. I don't think so. You see all sorts of shit, sirens going by all the time, fights outside the fucking gas station. I can't do shit about it. You uh, see fights? Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm not getting involved. Like, I'm like such a shitty security guard. That's like, I've, I've seen like a couple people still in the store and I'm just like, oh no. Like, like if they didn't see it, and if the people at the front cashier didn't see it and they're not telling me to go after these people, I'm not going to go after them. I'm going to be like, oh, forget it. You know, you win this time. <laughs> you win this time, robber. <laughs> you, you seen, like, there's been plus, some pluses about the job? You've seen some celebrities, yeah, but I don't even care about celebrities. Like I don't like if I saw. Woody okay, Allen if you or didn't care, why, why do you text me every time you see one? Like I you, just you, saw Turk because you're into the film industry and you love Turk. You love you love Scrubs. So I'm like, you yeah, and then Vincent you talk what, You saw it. the guy from what? What from that? What shitty early 2000s bands? I saw the guy from Slipknot. Oh, but you're I'm like, why? Not, why are you're you into that 90s music? I don't like fucking Slipknot? I, I I thought like, oh, I think Vincent would appreciate hearing about this. I'll text him this right here you know what were, what were those other early 2000s bands so there was slipknot um, uh, mudvane corn corn uh what's that other one i think corn is from the 90s though i think slipknot was from the oh, 90s really? as well like 90s but that's when, they were bi- I they were, that's when they were big like in the suburbs like at our age like, yeah yeah there's corn mudvane like definitely slipknot. bands you don't want to be into like you do not <laughs> want to be like 24, 20, 26, 28 now, wearing a corn shirt. Like it's just not gonna happen. Like you are just out of the times right there. But I feel like, like you know, on the flip side, you could wear like I, maybe like another band from that time that you that could still like push it. You know, I remember if I still want the Green Day shirt, I'm not talking shit about. that. But them. they're they're an okay band. They're okay, but, but I think they're still somewhat relevant. I have this memory in junior high of this really this dude. Pretty sure, he was racist because he said the only good rapper is Eminem. Which, like which... Eminem, the beastie Boys, Bubba Sparks. And, I mean, there's a there's a John di- Cena. I, and I felt like he was racist because he didn't say there's a difference between saying Eminem is your favorite rapper and saying Eminem is the only good rapper. Yeah. And besides that, so he had so he had this folder with Eminem's like he he, he drew, he was he spent time draw decorating this folder. You know, how everyone. His name. No, Abraham no, he M&M, decorated M&M, all all, M&M. His, all his favorite um bands and artists. He uh-huh. so had Eminem, he had Slipknot and Mudvayne, all those bands. And then in the center, with like thunderbolts circling, he had like Limp Bizkit. Oh <laughs> god! You're white trash. You know, you're white trash. You like Limp Bizkit. <laughs> you know, he he, he oh. was, actually he was. Oh. I would say he was. He was kind of the the definition of almost white trash. Did he so, wear like tank tops and like? <laughs> Like baggy you know, pants with his ass showing up. He, he was pretty... He had a he, leather he was, jacket. He was pretty plus-sized. Um, plus-sized. And I remember trash. six months later, he said, Oh, I actually hate Limp Biscuit now. They're a shitty, shitty bag. So them. he liked them when they came out with the Chocolate Starfish album? Like, <laughs> like I love them. I love You know, what was the song? Um, My way. The, 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 oh, underta- I, the I, Undertaker. The, the Undertaker song. Not American Badass. That was Kid Rock. Uh, which is another white oh, yeah. trash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So white trash. In the 90s, had a lot of white trash bands Are uh, there any- I, I like that um kid rock song where he kind of covers a uh, sweet home alabama i do too all I, summer long I, you know that's like a guilty pleasure like i listen to it, i'm like this is kind of white trashy but you know what? i'm having a good time right now i mean like this is like a like a white trash paradise like, like the the, white, the heaven you know heaven for white trash <laughs> But Kid Rock is not that. I mean, no, that's a good he's, song. He's like totally like, you see his cover, he has like a like a red fishing cap and like a, a white tank top and, and like a shitty little guitar. Like he he's a, he he's had like a little the, person with him before he died? Uh, midgets are very white trash culture. If you're a midget out there, I'm sorry, but you're part of white trash culture. Uh, it's not, I'm no offense, but you are. So even Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, you know what? He is, but he isn't. It's like... He's he, British, too. It's like drinking, like, a... It's like drinking, like, a, a King Cobra or, like, a still Reserve, you know? Anybody could drink them, but they're from, like, the white trash world, you know? A midget could be anything, but you're o- you're always going to be a little bit of white trash in that little circle. How about that midget from Seinfeld? Now, when are you thinking out with Kramer? Y- yeah, he was a cool midget. And he was in New York. You know, you can't get He's, any less white trash than New York. He was, like, a Guido though. <laughs> we don't you know. <laughs> Which we're allowed to say because we're part Italian. Uh, don't worry. I don't care. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so. Uh, so you're going to tell us about the, uh, the homeless person bus with a wheelchair? Oh, jeez. This is the worst your, day of my this life. This was during your first week. I guess this was two weeks ago. The first week was the hardest. And like, yeah, this past week wasn't so bad. But the first week, it was just, like, shit every day. Losing my mind. Like, I've never been so angry in my life as I was at that moment. And it was a lot of things. First off, I was at the bus stop. And, and yeah, I was listening to my headphones my shitty little... They had me wear, like, an oversized suit for the first week. Now I have, like, legit, like, security gear, which I make, I, I, I love how they, they try to dress you as, like, ridiculous. Yeah. They, like, try, they try to make you look like a shitty person. They try. They, they don't want me to have, it, you know... They, they, they wanted to grade me. Like, you know, we're going to put you in a really nice suit that's just about five times your size. Like, like even, even now, like, this like it looks security outfit, but it's like a double XL. Like, that's what they have me in. Like I said, do you have anything like a medium or at least a large? And they like, we have these. This is the smallest we have. Double XL everything. It's like, oh, like this, you know, like, my, I have to roll up my sleeves. Otherwise, they just take, cover my whole hand. Well, I guess traditionally security guards are bigger. Yeah, I mean, they're like you know, they're kind of. It's like it's like a, it's like we see bodyguards are all the same bodies. I mean, not bodyguards. Um, bouncers, bouncers are all the same size. They're all yeah. unattractive, gigantic men. Yeah, like I feel like you have to be like a piece of shit to be a security guard. I'm sorry to say. So this. you're calling yourself a piece of shit then? You know what? No, I'm dabbling in the shit. I'm not a piece <laughs> of shit. I'm just like looking into the shit and maybe getting a little too close. You know? But like, because like. Just like, I think anybody with a brain would have a hard time being security guard. Because you just, I, I lose my mind because I just think of all these sorts of things. I see someone with chips I'm like, well, oh, they're eating chips. Why are they eating chips? You know? Or like, I, I just like, I look at everyone and I wonder what their lives are like. And I have just so many thoughts going through my mind. I'm sitting there. I'm like, can I have to give me something to distract me? Sometimes I start like stalking the aisle, like cleaning it up a little. Just even part of my job, but I just need like a distraction. I need to do something. Then I'm like, what does the other security guard do? That's why I asked like this fat broad at the, at the desk. I'm like, what does the other guy do? The other guy before me, what did he do all day? Well, he just stood there with his arms folded. Well, for eight hours, he stood there with his arms folded, just like looking at people. He's like, yeah, there's a really cool guy. I'm like, holy shit, how does the guy do it? So anyway, yeah, um, it was a it was a bad night. That uh, It was like the third night I was working there. I was at the bus stop going home. It was like 3.30 in the morning. Which is horrible, just being on the bus in general. And this, these like two two guys come over. They're just bald guys, but they look they look friendly. They're like, "Oh, you're going to work right now?" I'm like, "No, I'm going home. I just got off of work." They're like, "Oh, oh, hard day." He's all, "What are you?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's all, always a bad thing. That yeah, I'm all, "What people are you?" And I'm all, "I'm a Jew." And he's all like, and then his friend just like, "Oh shit!" And I'm in my mind thinking, "Oh shit!" Like the same thing. And the guy's all, well, I got something to tell you. He just goes into this anti-Semitic rant, rant, and he's all like, you're not special. You think you're the chosen people, blah, blah, blah. And you're always, what do you want to be a lawyer? What, you got some money in there? And I'm like, dude, I'm like a security guard at the bus stop. He's all, well, you're a poor Jew. That's good. I'm like, oh, yeah, great for me being a poor Jew. I, I, oh, this is great. I love being poor. You know, <laughs> like, like, it's good. It's good. You know, I wish I had, like, something nice, you know. And uh, so, yeah, eventually, like, I get on the bus and he sits, like, right behind me. So I'm like, oh, this is the end. I'm going to get killed on the bus. If security guard gets killed on the bus it's gonna be enough insult just to like say call me a security guard on the news if it makes the news like security guard dead on the dead on a bus today I'm, on the homeless bus i'm thinking like this is the worst way to die so like eventually he gets off though and this homeless family gets on this michael jackson homeless family right? what, do you, what do you mean a michael jackson homeless family it's like a mom and her four little children they're all probably like eight maybe maybe like Seven to twelve years old. All these children. It's one of these women who just can't stop breeding. Yeah, and they're black Michael Jacksons, not white Michael Jacksons. Just painting a picture, and um, so early eighties. Yeah, yeah, the Jacksons. They, they are. Yeah, no, know, uh, yeah, they haven't bleached up yet. So, um, so they all get on the bus and you know, one of them is in a wheelchair and they're like ding, 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 ding. One of the kids are in a wheelchair. Yeah, one of the children. So and- why are they all Michael Jacksons though? You oh. need to explain that. Why are they-, <laughs> they, <laughs> they? They work on Hollywood and Highland because I see that I've seen them often and they dance, they like have a, like the mother has this big speaker and you know, she plays like okay. Billie Jean or Bad and they do like their little and Michael Jackson dance. If you guys don't know, in Hollywood and Highland there's a lot of pe- per- street performers who dress up as celebrities yeah. trying to get money. Like, like some of them. And I hate them all. Like. The guy who's been doing Superman there, he's been there for like 20 years. Like, it's the same guy. He's yeah. always been there. Like, that guy, he must just look in the mirror at night and just hate himself. Like, here we go, another day. I wanted to, <laughs> wanted to make a sitcom or something. I'm on fucking some, Hollywood Boulevard. It's always been the same guy, right? Yeah, like, wow. Like, I bet, you wow. If, I bet you if we Google him right now. There's some dark shit going into that man's head, I tell you that much. There's some dark shit. Superman... Like, Hollywood and Highland. Yeah, he looks like a nice guy, but he has like nice, nice little face. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, like it's he it's it's he looks like Christopher Reeves, right? Reeves, right? Like a, 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 I saw him last week when I was meeting my friend to go to the movies. Oh, they're just a sad story. So yeah, this family gets on, and and you know, I'm I'm barely gonna make my other bus because I get dropped off in Skid Row, which is just a whole nother, another another uh, you know plane of insanity I must go through. And I have to find another bus. I'm like two minutes late. I'm fucked. I'm not going to make it. I'm about to wait there for an hour in Skid Row. So I'm like, hurry up, family. Hurry up. Get on the bus. And they're like taking their speaker on. You know the mom's trying to fuddle with it and the bus driver's like looking behind her shoulder, making sure everything's okay. And the kids scatter everywhere. I'm like, okay, all right, good. They're all on the bus. We're going. And just people keep on stopping. It's Friday night, too. It was a Friday night, so... Things run a lot slower on Friday nights. People are getting off everywhere. Uh, everywhere. And it's not only homeless people. Usually it's like the homeless bus I take. and um, The homeless mobile. Yeah. So, uh... The sad bus. <laughs> yeah, definitely the sad bus. I get on there. Like, I'm just looking at this family. I'm like, oh, jeez. Life is hard, you know? Like, shit could go really bad really fast and you'll never notice it. You know? you never see it coming. And, and, and then, uh... You know... The bus makes like a quick stop and, it, and like the wheelchair with the, the, the Michael Jackson falls over and you just hear kid like, ah, mama, no, mama, and then and, and she's like, Michael. Michael get up like his name's actually fucking Michael <laughs> like, like, uh, like the wheelchair Michael Jackson his name's actually Michael and she runs up to them the bus stops on the side the bus driver's getting out all off her seat and helping them I'm like oh my god I'm never gonna get home and and they're like and, and then like some like black guy across the way he's all miss he's talking to a bus driver miss just keep driving this is none of your none of your business just keep driving we have to get where we're going and I'm like I'm on this guy's side I'm like come on we have to get out of here I'm going to be stranded in downtown LA. And I'm like, Come on, you know? So I'm like, and, and then like they slowly lift them up, you know, and she's like touching up his wounds. I'm like, oh Jesus. They're like, how do we do this? How do we, how do we tie him in? You know, they have a seatbelt. So, oh, you just get the seatbelt and you put it on here. Let me help you. And for some reason, this seatbelt shit takes 20 minutes. It takes them twenty minutes to do. It really takes twenty minutes. All right. Well, it felt like twenty minutes. So it was probably like eight minutes. <laughs> and we're parked on the side, close as shit. We're like at the, we're at the Jack in the Box right before you go into downtown L. A. Okay, so you know you're, close you're, you're like almost like near Chinatown. Yeah, like I'm like looking at the, at the clock on the, on the bus. I'm like, I'm gonna make it, and then uh, like I could see when I at the time when it clearly when I clearly can't make it. Like I could see there's a point where I'm where I'm like, no, this isn't happening. I'm gonna be waiting for an hour. Fuck everything. And and I'm just like in my mind going insane. Like the bus starts again. I'm just like this fucking family. They just come on this bus. They ruin my fucking night. Thanks a lot, Michael Jackson family. Thanks a lot. Like I'm more mad at them than I was mad at the skin skinheads. So the I get racist up, skinheads. Yeah, like they, these Michael Jackson family, Michael Jackson homeless. They're like they're. they're How, do they hom- How do you know they they're homeless? I don't imagine them having... They're getting off at Skid Row, for one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that says enough. Either that, or they're, like, living in a hotel up there, which is I don't, not much better, I imagine. And I'm just, like, thinking, like, fuck. Like, like, you know, I'm angry now. And I'm walking down the streets of downtown LA, pissed off. I see homeless people everywhere. I'm like, you guys have ruined me. You know, I see a sleeping bag, and I feel so angry. Never felt this angry in my life. And so many things have happened in my life that, have, that should be, like, so fucked up. But it just never got me this angry. What's another thing that could have got you that angry? I can't even think of one right now. But, <laughs> like, someone stole, like, $1,000 out of my bag when I lived in Israel. That was come some guy from Florida. I know it was him. And he got away. And I wasn't that angry. I'm just like, all right, just, like, fuck. Or whatever. It's done. It's done. He's gone. There's nothing I could do about it. You know? I just have to, like, save up some more. You know? But, like, this got me so mad. These homeless people falling over got me so mad like like I I started like just cussing under my breath like a crazy person like fuck yeah well just get the fuck out of here you know like I I felt like I was getting like a a contact craziness like you know people get contact highs sometimes I felt like I was getting like contact craziness from all the homeless people I was like just like fuck like just like literally pissed off you know, and I, as I was walking down the street, I saw like a sleeping bag on the floor, like stirring a little. I felt—I literally felt like jumping on the sleeping bag, just pummeling it like, oh, get, "Get out of here! Get out of my town! Gentrification! We have to get you guys out of here!" You know. <laughs> so, yeah, now I, you know, I, I see this Michael Jackson family. They're there on Thursdays and Fridays on Hollywood and Highland. You could see them perform if you want. I personally stormed through the crowd, angry as hell. Like, I still look at them even today with, like, a little bit of resentment. Like, there's still a little resentment towards them, like, oh, these fuckers. And that is at the end of that story pretty much (laughs) that's pretty much the end of the story so what is your plan as a security guard how is how long do you want this to go four months four months save up get a car get out of here go where i think i'm gonna go to texas i'm gonna take joseph because he's also equally miserable in his life he's another friend yeah he's joseph (laughs) <laughs> you know, him, you know and, um, we could do a whole podcast about that guy yeah i would take like four, four or five podcasts he's a son of a prostitute son of a prostitute my second friend to be a son of a prostitute wasn't he your first friend? yeah, yeah okay I mean, chronologically he was your first friend son of a prostitute yeah yeah, yeah and then totally. what was the, what's the other guy? the guy from Israel? oh uh, my friend Pixie Pixie he's from Australia the boy named Pixie <laughs> not friends s- anymore uh, yeah. but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah that um yeah he's like oh i have to get out of here michael because we were like hanging out one time we're drinking in pershing square he's all i have to get out of here you guys were drinking publicly yeah how was how would you do that just had like a bottle with like liquor and dr pepper and we were sitting in pershing square drinking (laughs) and drunk He's all. so sometimes i look at those homeless people and i think i'm gonna become one (laughs) i'm like sometimes i do too like i don't want to i don't want to do that he's all. we have to get out of here i'm like dude let's just go stay with like some friends in texas all right, I'll do it. So, like, we talked about it, we planned it like four months, five months, going to Texas. Gonna stay there for like maybe nine months, going back to Israel, never coming back. And you have Israeli citizenship, yeah. not a residency. No, like when I, I live in Hong Kong, I had residency only. Yeah, a citizen, yeah. So, you're never coming, not even to visit? Of course, I'm gonna visit, but I'm never gonna <laughs> live here again. Like, there's just too many things, you know? Just too much sadness all around in America. Can't, can't take it. Well, is is that, all, is, that, is that all you want to talk about regarding your security guard job? And we can just dive into some questions. Uh, yeah, sure. You no, know, it's just a lot of you know. It's just a it's a it's a bad profession. <laughs> Friday nights are the worst. Friday nights, because you know you see all these hot, beautiful women, and they're so beautiful. And you know they're going to get laid. You know, they're going to fuck some guy. But it's not going to be you. <laughs> you know, you're. everyone's going to have a great time out. And you're just going to be standing there till 3 a.m. So you are going to have a free Friday night for a long time. Not going to have a free Friday night. I think I'm going to call in sick at, like, at least once. Because it's a bad night, Fridays. <laughs> and then, do you even want to go out on Saturdays afterwards? Like, you have to just, I guess you have to, even if you're tired. Because it's like, oh god, I'm going to have these two days off. Like, what am I going to do? I could go out nights. I could go out Saturdays and Sundays. I'm just waiting to get paid. So, yeah. Um, what do we have here? All right. So, we have a question. right? I see. So, does that have any questions? This one is asked by Little Burrito 7 I think this question fits you pretty well. Oh, jeez. In three, in three words. How would you describe our world today? Um, and why? Well... No, it's a good time. It's a good time. It's a, it's That's a four time. words, but you know. Do you know how to count? It's four words. Yeah, yeah. It's, you don't have to. You don't yeah. have to make it a sentence. Just get three words. Three words. Uh, totally, utterly uh, amazing. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I was gonna say "fuck," didn't you? <laughs> totally, no. You know, I could, if, if it's in America, I would describe it completely different. But the world, you know, there's some bad shit going would you, on. Would you but, say you're? Would you say you're anti-American? I'm becoming that, slowly but surely. Get <laughs> your own country. I don't know. Like, when you have two... Like, I guess when you, when you have two... A choice, you realize, like, this country isn't that good. Like, they're not doing a lot for the people. They're not doing it. They're not... How, like, why should there be so many people in Skid Row? Why should there be so many people working their asses off and never having fun? Like, why, why is this happening when, you know, people in other countries... There's no way they could be homeless there's no way they would get denied treatment you know like like there's just so much shit here you know capitalism like I, I stand there at night and i just think about this and go into like a rage in my mind like why is this country so bad why did i come back you know like they don't care about me like if i died if someone shot me oh really barack obama's gonna give a shit? no way he's not even gonna know it he's not gonna know it he's not gonna care You know? (laughs) I love how on fire you are. (laughs) 20 minutes ago, you were like completely sleeping. (laughs) I'm like, hey, you want to still podcast today? And you're like, so I thought, I was already thinking, like, all right, he's probably not going to want to podcast. He's going to have no energy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, what else do you have? What other questions? All right. From Mr. Funzy what over word what overused word can you not stand shit. shit um no i don't know um i really hate uh there's a few words i hate remember uh i wasn't here when they were saying this but the internet was saying yolo a lot i really hated that oh yeah i really hate when people say boo i really hate hate the word phone my phone. When it says my phone, I'm like, oh my, my phone. God. Yeah, I hate. I just hate phones in general. And I know I, this shows how old I am. That the new slang word uh, "bay." I don't. I don't get the whole bay. I don't even know what that means, but I've heard it. I, and I uh, fuck. I hate it. I hate that shit too. I'm pretty sure it means baby. My babe. bay though? But like, yeah, gotta call the bay. If someone said that, if someone referred to me as Bay, if I was dating a girl, <laughs> she said, "Hey, Bay," like you fucking bitch. Well, get out of here. Get well, out of here. Leave me alone. Where it's well, over. The thing is, I haven't heard it. I've only heard it on the internet. I've never heard anyone say that in real life. Yeah, I've never heard anyone say it in real life either. I think I heard like, "Oh my god!" When I heard like a, a Valley girl say, "Oh my god," I, I that gets me kind of mad. Or like, I hate it. I guess if anyone says the word "homie." Yeah. But not in a non-ironic way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, homie's bad. Um, Jesus, no, just plain. <laughs> just plain. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> right, see. What is the worst emotion? I think the worst one is like. Uh, Like the one that offends me in people. Yeah, I think just like uh, you know. Um, <laughs> I can't, hold on, you go first. Well, I guess the worst emotion is self pity. Self pity is bad. Self pity, yeah. Self pity is pretty annoying. Even though I probably do it some <laughs> sometimes, but I think. I think fear, <laughs> like, like, uh, like very, uh, but there are times to be afraid, definitely are, but there are times when people are just afraid of stupid shit, like if you take someone to King Eddie's saloon and they're afraid, how about envy, envy's pretty bad, envy is a bad one, it's pretty one. pathetic, envy is bad, and regret. Yeah, regret is bad, but irrational fear is the worst. Yeah, irrational fear. I mean, irrational. Was, fear. So when you're saying fear, like yeah, oh, like, like irrational, like, if, if, if like you know, you're like you're about to fall off a cliff. That's not irrational. But all right, like irrational fear. Like I'm afraid to go on the subway at night. That's irrational fear. You know. I think one of my friends. She's traveling by herself to Turkey, and everyone kind of replied to like, "You're going by yourself. You're going by yourself. That's stupid. That's stupid." Out, out, of, out, I was dating a girl for a while. She's afraid to go to the liquor store at night by herself, and it was a it, block away. It depends what neighborhood, kind of neighborhood you're in, though. It was, it was Montebello. <laughs> I don't think that's so bad. We <laughs> are. Right, it was Pico Rivera, borderline Montebello. Uh, is Pico Rivera known for being ghetto or dangerous? Um, it, it sounds bad, but I, I don't. I just know there's a shakies there. I used to, I used to be around there sometimes, from time to time. It wasn't so bad late night. It's quiet. It's a quiet neighborhood. I guess quiet neighborhoods are kind of terrifying. You never know who's going to come around the corner. Ugh. Are you... Uh, yeah? Uh, you got a worst person of the, of the week? <laughs> huh? I got about a hundred. How many do you have? Usually when I have a worst human of the week I usually mentally take that note immediately. You know it automatically. Yeah, and I guess I haven't had one. The Michael Jackson circus, they were last week. I feel like, you know what, I feel like they're the most, I, I really can't, I realize how like fucked up I sound by saying I hate these people for doing this to me, because they didn't really do anything wrong, they're just trying to make like a way for themselves, so I can't really call them a worse person of the week. You can't hate the kid from falling off, it was gravity, what could he do? It was, the, it was like the universe just inconveniencing me through this child, like, like, you know, I can't hate them, but I could say they fucking made me so fucking angry, you know? So who is another worst human?
0: Uh, I guess the, the skinheads
1: th- could be worst humans. Okay, but you have not mentioned yet. Uh, these kids tried to steal from the store. I said, come on, guys. You're going to steal a bag of chips? Why don't you just put it back? Then they went, oh, we're sorry. And they put it back. I guess they could be worst humans. But they apologized. But they tried to steal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like the other day, someone asked me... Can I take this candy bar? It was like this Armenian guy. <laughs> Someone asked you? Yeah. Like, no, he's like a friend. We talk in a store. I'm like, eh, yeah, sure. I won't say anything if you won't. So he just put it in his pocket and he walked to the cash register and he bought all his shit. They went and they just like pulled out of his pocket and paid for it. Now he's all, I didn't steal it. And I'm like, I wouldn't have said anything if you did. <laughs> what if he was what if he was like a, a job, a work spy or something? <laughs> that never even crossed your mind. <laughs> And sometimes I think that, and I'm like, you know what, maybe if I did get fired, life would just be better. <laughs> you know, I'm a shitty security guard. Uh, besides that, yeah, I can't say I have like a huge, like, like for the past couple weeks though, I haven't really done anything. I had with my friend Raz last night. Speaking of awkward, mutually awkward, it got really awkward why he got really fucked up did he come on to you or something he kind of did he's all because he's all like i was irritating shots of vodka and drinking uh angry orchard because that's what he has and and i was getting a little drunk but not too drunk and he was getting really fucked up he's all michael let's play truth or dare and then and then i yeah i'm like oh shit this is gonna get weird like who the fuck in your late mid-twenties wants to play truth or dare right and your hey, friend Raz, he's not even—he's not even from here. He's like from Armenia. No, no, no. He's—he's he's from his parents are from Lebanon, but he's from here. Oh, okay, he's from here. Um, I'm like, all right. He has an accent. No, he doesn't. He's Armenian. Though. Why do we tell you tell stories about him? You give him this accent, then. I don't know because he's like Armenian or something. But he's not. All right. So he doesn't. He doesn't. He sounds like a. He sounds normal. Yeah, yeah. But there's someone specifically they sounds like. Jesus. So every time you talk, so you're talking this the story like you and this accent. I'm always imagining a guy with an accent. He looks like he get off. He's this accent. weird guy who eats who goes to pizza places all over town and doesn't even. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're hanging out last night. He's like, Michael, let's play truth or dare. You know, he doesn't sound like that. I can't make a good accent from him. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And um. Why are you touching everything while you're telling stories? I don't know. It, uh, it helps out. Like, to just hold something, it helps out. I have to, like, I can't keep my hands still. This isn't mutually comfortable. It's mutually awkward. You have to suffer. Like, I can't do it. Like, <laughs> like I, I hate standing still. All right. So, um, yeah so, yeah. so, I'm like, all right. I'll see where this goes. Just so I could leave, like, a fucked up story for the podcast. So, first, I'm saying truth a lot. Because he's all truth or dare. I'm all truth. You know? Because I don't want to be dared by him. I don't know what he's going to dare. So eventually, like, I say dare. I'm like, oh, you could dare me. He's like, I dare you to show me your dick. I'm like, dude, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I didn't show him my dick. And, and it turned into, like, a fierce argument. Like, like and, and he kept on drinking more. Like, he, like, it was vodka and orange juice. So, and this is bad on my part. But I've done this before. And I do this, like, sometimes when they like, get up to go to the bathroom, I get more vodka and pour it into their drink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I do it. I just do it, like, come on, we're all gonna have a fun time here, you know? <laughs> like, I remember one time I was at bar with my other friend and we were drinking uh, this drink called 2B60 and um, he and it was it's an awful drink when you drink it the first time, which you're getting to love it, but it fucks you up really fast. And he left his cup there and, and, like, when he turns his head, I get, like, a little from my, my cup, and I pour it in there. He's like, you know, like, damn it, it feels like this drink just never fucking ends. My like, yeah, God, dude, I'm almost <laughs> done with mine, you know? That's the worst. I don't know why I do it. Like, I just want to, you know, everyone, I want everyone to have a good time. Because, you know, my friend Razo, he doesn't drink that much. He's, like, really, like, cautious about his liquor. So, I'm like, ah, he's going to have a good time. Let's just pour more in there. So, I do that. Anyway, so, um... Yes, yeah, so he's like, come on, just show me your dick. All my friends, I've asked to see their dicks, and they show me their dicks. Why can't you? Like, I guess we should clarify that your friend is gay. He's bisexual. Okay, bisexual. And and um, I feel like playing truth or dare. Then is almost him. He must have had that intention because that's right. I can only see myself playing. Even though I don't think I would ever ask for that, cause that would be the worst. I, I I can only see myself ever wanting to do that with, with a girl. You want to fuck a girl? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I totally do that too. You know, I would do. I mean, I still wouldn't. I I feel like I wouldn't ask that. It just though. sounds super lame. Yeah, like, it sounds super lame. You know, but it's uh. What if they spin the bottle too? What if they spin the bottle? Just it's, it's you and her. It's a couple stuffed animals in the sun. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So um, yeah, like uh, yeah. So I'm not. Uh, you know, it's lame. I'm like, ah, just see where it happens and make an interesting story. So he's like, come on, Michael. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into you. Yeah, I don't like. I'm not attracted to you. I just want your dick. I want to see all my friends dicks I just I have to see their dicks you know my friend what's his name he showed me his dick I'm like oh dude I'm just not gonna do that you're invading my space which I guess I invaded his space earlier by pouring more liquor into his bottle but who cares so I'm like it's not gonna happen so then he starts like getting really fucked up and like he's oh I feel so drunk I feel terrible you know, I, I, f- I never feel this drunk before. And he just, like, starts putting his hand into his, you know, he starts putting his, his head into his hands and leaning forward. I'm like, you're all right, dude? And I'm just, like, drinking high <laughs> <my> still. <laughs> you know what this is like? What? This is like, um, you know what this reminds you of? Like, a <laughs> uh-huh? <laughs> this is Like, a, a, a non-secere, really fucked up version of, of the drives, the driving around scenes from the, the Perks of Being a Wallflower. Why? But he would like go out with his friend He would drink in the truck, and then, <laughs> 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 yeah. But it's like a really, but that was like a really sentimental, like yeah. See? This was not sentimental yeah. at all. Like, like he's like <laughs> he's, he sounds like he's crying. He's like, oh my god, I'm sorry for doing this. I'm like, dude, it's all right. And I'm like, right. and I'm like drinking my drink, and I'm just thinking in my mind, like like I start putting on my shoes. He's like, you're gonna leave, aren't you? I'm sorry. I'm not, like, dude. I'm not gonna leave. Just have to take a piss. I want, you know, my feet are cold. I'm gonna put on my shoes. It's like 95 degrees out. You know, I'm so, oh, bad. I just feel really bad right now. Well, like, you'll be okay. It's good to feel this way. Have another drink. You're gonna feel dehydrated. It's like having in the cup with the orange juice and vodka in there. will like, have another drink. But I was just saying, you know, he wasn't gonna take it, and then um, then I went to the bathroom, and he's all, and he's like, his face is like still down into his hand. He's like not moving, and and um. I'm like, all right, dude, I have to go. It's getting late. <laughs> and he's all, oh, I knew you were going to do this. So I'm like, yeah, I got to go, man. I'll see you. And I just leave. And I'm thinking, and there's like a hole in his window on the bottom. He's like a little cat, and it made a hole. So you could see into his apartment, like right right where the couch is, where he was sitting with his hat, head in his hand. So, so I was walking out of the apartment conference, I wonder if he was being sincere. I wonder if I go back right now, if he's gonna be like up and just like putting shit away, like or cleaning up up, or is he really gonna be still with his head in his hands? So I went wait, wait, Let me take a guess. He 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 really was he really was depressed. Huh? He, he really was depressed. He really was? Like, I went all the way back up. I looked into the window, into the crack, like a fucking stalker. You know, I had my headphones in. I'm listening to some music, you know, listening to, like, the like or something. And I look in, and I'm like, oh, my God. Look at him. He's still still in there. He's still with his hand hand in his hands, you know? So I'm like, I listen to another song, and I'm, like, on the railing, just chilling. So you're just watching him. I look again, you know, because I want to see if this is sincere depression. He might have been asleep, though. Who's asleep like this on the couch? Someone who's extremely drunk. I've never been that drunk to where I do that. Like, you could make it to your bed. Why are you going to stay? Who's that drunk? I'm telling you, this guy must have had, like, I had, like, four beers. But who who puts their their hands in their face if they're alone? I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, really fucked up. The whole point of doing that is to cover yourself from crying. I don't know. So what happened then? So eventually I always like, oh, I guess he really was depressed. And I like put my headphones on I leave. I go back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was a really kind of, it, I can't even say it was awkward because I didn't personally feel awkward. I like, guess, you know, there's just been so many things like this that have happened. And it's just like, ah, just now that I knew it, you know, I could have saw it coming. <laughs> so it's not awkward. It's just like, oh, right, here we go. He's like, just two seconds Michael, just all you have to do is lift there, pull down your pants, just pull them back up. I'm like, no dude, not gonna happen. Say it just like that, I'm like, no dude, no, it's not gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) What? Going back to your security guard job, would you compare that to when I used to work at the movie theater? So, I used to work at a movie theater, and I used to kind of just stand there for five hours, you know, collecting tickets from people. Like ripping their tickets and telling them what theater, and my job was pretty much just standing and watching too. And I saw a lot of freak shows. I went through... I put up with a lot of stuff. And back then, you told me how I want that. Like, this is when you were in high school still. Yeah, and senior in high school. Yeah. yeah. I might have been, like... Maybe I was 21 when I started there. Then I was just starting college. Okay. I was just starting college. Yeah. Okay, so... Would you say they're almost the same? No. Well, first off, you were 22. Or at 21. And at that point, you know... I don't think, I don't think 21 year olds really see what's around them to the extent of like, because I was 21, anything could be fun and like, you know, you were working with some cool people, you know? I mean, that was the greatest part time job ever in my life. Yeah, you know, like I'm not working with cool people. You work with people you don't like. Generally people with no soul, like, you know, like she doesn't go out. Like I've asked her before, Oh, it's the weekend. How are you enjoying yourself? And she's all like, "Oh, I don't go out. I just stay home. This job takes away too much of my time." She's like twenty-two years old. I'm thinking like, "Wow, that's tough, man. That's tough." When I was twenty-two, I was taking the town, you know. And uh that was like five years ago. You <laughs> think it was like a lifetime ago? No, I still was last uh. year. I was still taking the town <laughs> last year. But you know what? Like, I've never been. I know I've never been into a position where my life was my job. It was always like, you know what, like, yeah, I work, but fuck it, you know, I'm still going to have fun, but like, she's, she's, it seems like she loves her job too, you know, like she loves it, like she, she's like, goes by the book completely. Which, you know what, if she likes it, more power to her. No. No, <laughs> no. I, no. why not? People should dream, people should shoot high. They should maybe that was, maybe jobs. that was her dream. No, she thought, I wanted to go to. I wanted to become like something. And, like she told me one time, I wasn't listening. No, I wanted to do this, but it, it just, just. What so, was uh, it? Uh, it was like some kind of trade. Like it wasn't like an artsy thing or anything interesting. It was like a shitty trade. She she wanted to be a welder. Yeah, something <laughs> along the lines of that. And it's like, but how is that, that? But that's not even hard to become. I don't know. She said it was. It was too difficult to find a job. So I got this. I dropped out and got this job here, and I've been here for like three years but now. She dropped out before she even finished training. Yeah. So how, how- what do you mean it was too difficult to find a job when- I don't know. No one's gonna hire you until you finish your dream. That's what I was thinking. And, and she's all, I just started to get a job, and I've been here for three years. And that's how she sounds, I've been here for three years. She's like, she's always like, uh, like, Michael, your collar on button in the top. I'm like, who cares? My boss sees me like this, he doesn't give a shit. Michael, could you roll up your- could you roll down your sleeves? Because I try to make the security guard uniform. Look as decent as possible. So I like flip up the collar. I roll up the sleeves. I look like a decently okay. She's only 22. Yeah, she's 22. And she's like, and I feel like this is just part of like the thing, you know, like fat girl working shitty job. You give her some power. She's abusing the shit out of it. And I've noticed this amongst fat women all my life. And don't you edit this out. Don't you (laughs) dare edit this out. Like you give someone who's never had anything, a little bit of power and they abuse the shit out of it. And then She's you, only telling you to put your collar up and roll your Why does, your it, sleeves. Concern and honestly, why does okay, it concern her? Why does it concern her? Let me ask you this, though. What? Why does that even... Wait, let you me mean? ask you this, though. What? Is she just being an ass about it, or are those the rules for the job? It, uh, nobody told me these were the Are rules you breaking... Do you do you know... Does your job have a dress code? No. You know, if my boss could come and look at me and say, Michael, you're doing a good job. Now my collar flipped and my sleeves rolled up, you know, and he doesn't give a shit... Why should she care? She, we're in two different companies. I'm just watching over her store, you know. Not really even watching it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a scarecrow in the room. I'm just there. I'm a warm, warm body in a, in a spot. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Why should she care? She's just trying to fucking bully me around. You know. Like, who cares? It's a mini-mart. Burn it down. They have insurance. Who gives a flying fuck? Why does she care about this stupid job? Who cares? Just have fun, you know? We could be living, like, the clerk's life or something. I I mean, if I did work at a convenience store, like, I would just be... I would just probably be, especially, like, working behind the counter, I would probably just be chilling out the whole time. I'm cool. I smile at people. I say, hey, dude. And I, I got into this thing where, like... Your job is so much more enjoyable if you appear stoned. Like I just like this, you know, I like being stoned. I'm just gonna act stoned. So I just like kinda of live my eyebrows and smile a lot, and people are so nice to me. You know? Probably... And I feel a lot happier too. You know? I feel a lot happier. Like, come on, hey dude, what's up? You know? <laughs> But she's like, um, she's a mess, you know, and nobody else is like this. There's a Filipino guy. He's cool. He's always checking out all the girls and like nodding at me and doing a thumbs up, which is kind of fucked up. But it's like funny, like, you know, and I get to like cuss across the room at him like you a motherfucker. I see what you're looking at, you know, (laughs) and like there's like this other like Hispanic young man. He's like a cool guy, very quiet, but he doesn't give me shit for anything, but it's like her and other fat Hispanic girl are just like, they're crazy. Like, they love their shitty jobs. There's even a guy one time at the pump. Like, she's on like, Michael, he's getting, he's getting like, a, he was putting gas into a water bottle. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, he's not. like, she's on like, Michael, stop him from doing that, will you? Don't tell him it's against the rules. So, um, so like, I'm like, what is he doing? He's just, he's running out of gas. He needs some gas. He's getting in a water bottle. What's wrong with that? She's like, it's not a, it's against, it's against what our manager says. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, so you're fine. I'll tell him. So I walk out I'm all, hey dude, it's not me. I personally don't care what you do, but the woman in there says is on my ass about you doing this. And I'm really sorry. She says you have to buy a gas can inside. She's all he just like looks at me. He has like a cigarette in his mouth too, which is funny. It's like this young guy. He's all, that fat Mexican bitch. I bet she's just just in love with her shitty job, isn't she? And I just started laughing my ass off in the parking lot. I'm like, oh, where could you, you know? And he walked in there, he bought a gas can, and he, like, comes out shaking his head. He looks, like, really heated up, and he just, like, starts filling it up. I'm like... (laughs) Wow. Whoa. You don't have to be racist about it. I don't know if that's racist. Is it racist to say, like, Chinese man? You're a Chinese man. Is that racist? It, was racist? it is racist. I don't think that's racist. How is that racist? <laughs> if someone says like, uh, you know, like, uh, oh, that lovely Jewish man is over there picking so, flowers. I don't think that's racist. Do you think you could do this for us? For the next time you are at work, you oh. see something crazy or you have something to vent? Could you leave us a voicemail? I guess. That we could play on the podcast? I leave my friend Marcos. I leave him voicemails all the time at night. Well, Marcos... It's three thirty in the morning. I'm at Pershing Square. I tell you, it's not easy. I just go through this long round, and like you know, just this long route. That's round perfect. Phone. Yeah, I mean, Paige just left me voicemails before too. Oh, all yeah. these messages. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the podcast has a phone number. Yeah. yeah, give it to me at the end. Yeah, leave the voicemail. I will. Can I choose the outro song? Fuck no. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, maybe. Depends. Maybe. maybe it depends. So if the song's good, the people know. If the song, it's an interesting song, they will know why I chose it. What, what What do you want to play? I don't know. Maybe like Scott Walker or something. If it's good, send me the song, and I will. We'll I will show sh- it to you right fill. now after we shut down. Okay. How about like you know? Um, <laughs> do you want to like, um, sh- like share like your Tumblr or Twitter out there? Uh, words from floor four. Tumblr.com. Yeah, with an actual four not the word for <laughs> I don't know it was it's like three years old but yeah you know if I get uh if I get five followers from this show alone I'll start posting my writings back up but oh yeah we, ne- we never even mentioned that you're a writer oh yeah yeah I guess you should get into that that you're what you're a writer so we're extending the podcast then. so you're a writer yeah I write you, I've written you, on your zine a few times. You've written on our zine, like, like zine. Um, yeah. you're, you're quite a good writer because people like her, Like, they always point out that your stories are exceptionally good. I personally think I'm the next great American writer. So what do you write usually? Short stories, poetry, wrote one novel. write started another one, but never quite went with it. <laughs> you know? But yeah. Yeah, I write. That's my real profession. And on the side, I just suffer doing security. So you're, you're, you're pretty much a beatnik. No modern-day beatnik. No, if you want to call me that, you can, but I don't want to say that. I'm just my my own thing, you know? I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not all artsy. I don't go into all the little, like, writing clubs or any of that shit. I'm just the guy who writes, who does a shitty job. Uh, I used to go to poetry jams. I used to go to poetry jams. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I'm not into the scene, you know? I'm just my alone in my, in my work. <laughs> Yeah, I th- I feel like at the end of the day, when it comes to writing, I get my inspiration from like fucked up things. Like I get inspiration from homeless people, from like assholes, from people in shit jobs. Like that's where the inspiration comes from. Like my I don't like reading other people's poetry or other people's short stories because I usually just don't like. Them. Most of your stories have dealt with frustration. <laughs> Frustration. I think. I think ninety percent of your stories deal with pent-up frustration. No, I think that you know there's a little bit in there, but I don't think it's all about that. You know, <laughs> the one with the British girl in the hotel room. That's not a pent-up frustration one. We should do of it. How? It's like a. It's like just a love that didn't happen. You know, it's a. It's an unrequited love one, not a pented okay. like, frustration one. Okay, point. fair enough. They're all just, a, you know, I, they're not particularly happy. <laughs> That's what we could say about them. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so we're shutting this down? Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll share one of your stories you know, next time. They could buy the zine. They could, they could purchase the zine. They could purchase Like Like zine and get the story. All right, so this has been Mutually Awkward, episode 26. This is Michael mm-hmm. Roach. This is Vince. Miserable? My episode? Miserable Michael? Mutually Michael? I'll figure oh, out the well, name. Mutually Miserable. That could be a good name. I'm not that miserable. So I'm always a mixed bag of emotions. As am I. I'm just yeah, i I'm, I'm a... I'm a... I'm a basket of flowers.
0: <laughs> Naked as sin. An army towel covering my belly. Some of us flush, Somehow knees turning to jelly Next Next I was still just a kid There were a hundred like me I followed a naked body A naked body followed me Next Next I was still just a kid When my innocence was lost In a mobile army or house Gift of the army Free of cost Next You're next. Me. I really would have liked a little touch of tenderness. Maybe a word. Just a smile. Some instant happiness. But no, no. Next. Next. Oh, it, it wasn't so tragic. The high heavens didn't fall, but how much at that time I hated being there at all. Next. Next. Now I always will recall the brothel truck. The flying flags, the queer lieutenant who slapped our asses as if we were fags. Next, your next. I swear on the wet head of my first case of gonorrhea, it's his ugly voice that I forever hear. The next, next, that voice that stinks of corpses. Of whiskey and of mud It is the voice of nations That thick voice of blood Next Next And since then Each woman I've taken to bed Seems to laugh in my arms And a whisper through my head Next Next At night, in a dream, no one can understand Next, next And when I'm not screaming, in a voice grown dry and hollow I stand on in this naked lines of the following and the followed Next, next One day I'll cut my legs off, and burn myself alive Anything, I'll do anything to get out of line, just to survive i never to be next I'll never do